Welcome to the Fit and Fulfilled Podcast. My name is Kashpu and I am your host. I am a mind-body manifesting coach and founder of the wellness consulting business, K-Way. I am committed to helping you tap into the infinite power you hold when it comes to intentionally creating a more abundant life that gets you jumping out of bed with excitement. Over here, we chat about all things mental, physical, emotional, and spiritual health to help you constantly manifest bigger and better for yourself. So grab a cup of coffee, bottle of kombucha, or a glass of wine, and let's chat. Hey, hey, welcome back to another episode of the Fit and Fulfill podcast. My name is Kush and I'm your host on this podcast. We chat about all things mindset, manifestation, and personal development, and the whole crux of this show is for you to realize how powerful you are when it comes to creating a life you actually want to be living, how to build a life that is so authentically you, so true to you, and lights you up every single day, not creating a life that your mom wants for you, your husband, your kids, but really getting crystal clear what is it that would light you up, bring you so much joy, and more importantly, how to start bringing it into fruition? It's one thing to understand the concept manifestation, but if you want to see those changes unfold in your reality, you got to take action. And the more you understand and internalize and apply these beautiful principles of manifestation and these universal laws, the more you can start to be intentional about drawing in your desired outcomes. And so if you are new to the podcast, Welcome. I'm so happy you are here on this podcast. I really try to break down the process so that you're able to actually start moving, start changing, start taking action and start seeing your life open up in ways you can't even imagine. And if you're a longtime listener, as always, I'm so very grateful that you tune in twice a week, Tuesdays and Fridays, because that is when I post new episodes. And if any of my episodes resonate with you or you are a fan, please come and tell me. I hang out the most on Instagram. My handle is at kushboo.kway. And it would mean the world to me, genuinely would mean the world to me if you could leave a review on whatever platform you listen to my podcast. That way we can make sure that more people who need this message can hear this episode. That is how the algorithm works. And so it would mean the world to me if you could take a few minutes out to leave your rating and in the meanwhile we're going to get into today's episode which is a question I get asked all the time and it has to do with how to a speed up your manifestations and b how to really trust and surrender and let go this is the hardest step for most of us surrendering letting go and trusting in the unseen trusting that your desire is going to unfold and feeling safe and secure when you cannot see your desire because it's so easy for our senses to get caught up in what is and to create a story that we're not going to get what we want and if we're walking around without faith we're not going to be able to garner the kind of support that we want from the universe at the end of the day this is the process a co-creation you are creating with a power greater than you and it's not about you figuring it out and trying to make things happen but instead it's about you getting crystal clear what it is that you want and aligning to that outcome with the knowingness that that divine energy is going to help propel you forward so you can either move through your life in a linear fashion or you can start to create outcomes in a very short amount of time time is just a man-made construct to understand how the world works but there's nothing stopping you from creating the same results that would take most people six months within a few days the quicker you can sort your vibration the quicker you can raise your point of attraction that is when you quantum leap through your reality that is when you collapse time and space and start to see big big manifestations unfold and in order to now create those quantum leaps it means creating a sense of trust developing faith while manifesting 
And what happens is, is when we're feeling good, we're able to really trust, but it's all too easy to get caught up and swayed by what's in front of us. And before we know it, energetically, we've wavered, we've let fear kick in. We then walk around in energy of doubt, in desperation, impatience, and neediness. And because we're not creating enough momentum and trusting enough, we never really allow the full manifestation to unfold. You can be the nicest, kindest, warmest person. You can set your intentions all day long. But when it comes to manifestation, you are communicating with your energy and your vibrations. You're one vibration from getting what you want. And it's about learning how to A, manage your energy and your vibration, but holding it long enough so that the mirror reflection can change. And the easiest way to know what kind of energy and vibration am I putting out, it's how am I feeling? Emotions are nothing more than energy in motion. And when you're feeling calm, when you're feeling relaxed, when you're feeling at ease, when you're feeling more present, when you're feeling joy, those are all indications and confirmations that you are in alignment. One of my favorite quotes that I always come back to is those who are certain of the outcome can wait and wait without anxiety. And how do you know you really trust on a visceral level? Because this level of trust on a visceral level is what makes you so magnetic and allows that bigger power to step in. It's can I just feel at ease no matter what? Can I give myself permission to feel unconditional joy rather than wait for something to shift in order for me to feel a certain way? And in order to develop this faith, it's not just about praying all day long or just saying, I believe in the universe, but it's faith and action. Through my action and through my experiences, that is how I develop trust. And it's also realizing that my ability to trust in something bigger than me is directly correlated to the level of trust I have within myself. And so I can sit here and say, I believe in the universe, but if I'm walking around in doubt and undermining my own potential, the level of trust I could otherwise have in that divine energy is not going to be there. And that's why today I wanted to also share a personal story about just so you can see how things continue to unfold when you take one step forward. People look at me now and say, oh, you're so confident or you find it so easy to surrender and trust. And no, of course, there are situations which make it harder to trust, but each each moment of every day becomes easier and easier to let go. Each day, it becomes easier to not get caught up by my senses and my ego telling me I'm not going to get what I want. And each day, it becomes easier for me to hold my vibration. And that's why I'm able to manifest a lot more intentionally and faster than maybe a year ago or five years ago. It's because I'm really, really intentional about staying in energetic alignment. I'm able to build enough momentum to change that mirror reflection. But again, like I said, it wasn't an overnight process, but it was constant action. And it's just going to get better and better the more you take action. And so it started off with the trip that changed my life. And this actually happened during the height of the pandemic. I was locked down in Bombay twice. And the first lockdown, I managed to escape for a couple of months to London. That was a manifestation itself. I don't know if I've ever shared that story. I'll go back and see if I haven't. I'm definitely going to come back and share that story because that manifestation, how I got on one of the repatriation flights, how it all unfolded, it was just, I can't explain it. It was unreal. Anyways, I'm going to, you know what? I'm just going to put another episode on it because if I did put up an episode, it was way too far back. But this is a story you got to hear. But that's not for today. Anyways, and then I came back at the end of the summer to back to Bombay. And then we went back into lockdown. And oh boy, the first time it was fine lockdown. But the second lockdown, it was hard. 
I know in certain parts of the world, people are able to like get out for walks or go to the grocery store. But at least my experience of being fully locked down in Bombay, I do not leave my apartment at all. And my apartment's not big by any means, you know, so it was very suffocating. And I wanted to pull my hair out. And it was just, it was a lot. And I remember six weeks into it, it got to the point where I was just so frustrated. Literally every day I was Googling when are flights to India, to London going to open up. But because India was on the red list, it just, it just didn't seem like it was going to happen. And I could not imagine being in Bombay for the whole summer in this situation. And I remember it was a Wednesday afternoon. I got a call with a friend of mine who was in Bombay. And I was like, what's up? She was like, oh, I'm going to New York. I'm like, sorry, what? And she was like, "Cause she," and then she was like, yeah, I'm an American citizen. So I'm going to go and see my aunt. She's like, then as she goes to me, she's like, why don't you come? And obviously my first reaction was like, that's ridiculous. As if I'm going to come to New York. It wasn't even on my horizon to go that far, that too, during the height of a pandemic. Then I was like, you know what, actually, let me look into it because I need to basically be out of Bombay for 10 days because of the red list. And then maybe from New York, I can fly to London. And so I was like, okay, let me talk to my mom about this and I'll come back to you. Then I was getting kind of excited because I'm like, okay, any exit route from Bombay, I will take it. But then obviously fear kicked in. I'm like, where am I going to stay? What if I get COVID? It's such a long journey. What if I get COVID on the flight? What if I have to get quarantined when I get to New York? Blah, blah. What if I get quarantined? I'm sorry, I get COVID in New York and I can't leave. And, you know, it was just all this fear. And then I was like, you know what? Screw it. I'm going to go. And so I, within two hours, I went online, found a hotel, messaged a friend of mine in New York. I was like, hey, how's this area? She was like, yeah, it's fine. I booked a hotel, literally did not overthink it at all. I booked the flight. Then I booked a flight from New York to London. That way I could, once the 10 days were over. And I remember talking to a few other friends there and they were like, again, they were like, oh, amazing. But at the same time, I could tell they thought I was crazy because A, it was COVID. And also there's so much risk involved. But given the border restrictions, it was my only option as an American citizen. And here's the thing is that, yeah, it was so uncomfortable and so scary to get on that flight to the other other end of the world, to a place. I don't really know New York well. I've been maybe once or twice, but I've never a been on my, I've never been like for such a long period of time. But secondly, it was essentially a solo trip. Yeah, I knew people there, but we weren't flying together. We weren't staying together by any means, but I still leaned in. And I remember I got on the flight. Obviously, I had a whole road to myself. Thank you, universe, for always having my back. And the whole trip was just ease and alignment. And that ease and alignment and the way it unfolded was my confirmation from the universe that this was such a good decision. And those 10 days, not only were they the most enjoyable 10 days, I just remember walking to New York feeling such a sense of freedom after being locked down in Bombay. Oh, that level of joy, if only I could bottle it up. I was so, so happy. And Aside from the experiences I got on that trip, those 10 days ended up gifting me with a sense of liberation I could have never seen coming, that I could never have predicted. I remember one day I was meant to go to Brooklyn Bridge. I wanted—I really wanted to do all the touristy stuff when I was in New York because I was there for a while. And I was meant to go to Brooklyn Bridge with this friend of mine who was also in New York from Bombay. And she canceled last minute because she had some family stuff going on. And I decided to go on my own regardless. And it ended up being such a good decision because I remember walking through Brooklyn Bridge and just thinking to myself, this world is so big. Why am I limiting myself and staying in a box? There is so much potential. And something inside of me changed on that day. And the sense of self-confidence that emerged from that trip 
not only did it help me develop a level of self-trust in myself, that confidence then allowed me to hire a business coach. At that point, I was also in a crossroads in my business that I was nutrition coaching and I was also life coaching. My heart was fully in the manifestation coaching, but the fear of loss of revenue, imposter syndrome, who am I to only be life coaching? I've being so, you know, so caught up the fact that I've been fat loss coaching for eight years. What will people say? Those were some, there were so many reasons why I hadn't fully made the transition into life and manifestation coaching, but the confidence that emerged from that trip, it led me to hire a five figure business coach. And I remember when she told me her, the investment figure on the call, I was like, holy hell, that is a lot of money. But the same way I I figured it out in, in this trip to New York, I made it happen. That self-trust pushed me to give my credit card details. That ended up being the best decision because not only did it help me restructure my business in a way that allows me to give up such a pivotal income stream without compromising on the amount of overall revenue that I'm able to generate. But I was living so much more in alignment. I was doing what I actually wanted to do as opposed to living from a place of fear. Then after that came my move to Dubai. Had no idea where I was going to live. Had no idea how I was going to get a visa to work there. But I went with the attitude of I'll figure it out because at that point, the level of self-trust kept going. And if you ask me now, was moving to Dubai a good decision? Made zero sense on paper at the time. My intuition led me there. My logic found every reason why it's a bad decision. I decided to lean into my intuition. And it was hands down the best decision I could have made. made. On this Saturday, I'm getting flown to another country to give a talk to about seven or eight businessmen. And in the past, there would have been so much imposter syndrome. But right now, I'm actually feeling really excited about it. That yeah, of course, there's a little fear and a little anxiety, which is normal when you're standing up and giving a talk. I don't think it's ever going to go. But there's also a level of self-trust. The same way I figured it out on so many other areas, I know I'm going to crush it. I know I'm going to say exactly what those men need to hear. And there's a reason why this opportunity has come my way. But if I got this opportunity a year ago, I would have self-sabotaged it. I either would have said no, I would have turned it down, or I would have gone up there and I wouldn't have really spoken in a way that would have created impact. I would have spoken from a place of fear and doubt. And this is how faith works while manifesting. This is how creating those big leaps unfold. It is through faith. And like I said, is that in order for me to develop trust, in something bigger, I need to develop trust in myself. I need to take action, put myself in uncomfortable positions because only through coming out of my comfort zone will I see what I'm capable, will I see my potential. But if I'm just choosing comfort over and over because it feels safe, it feels familiar, it's also a fast track ticket to stagnancy. And it's not that I don't have the potential, but I'm never giving myself the opportunity. I'm never allowing myself to tap into that potential. And as a result, when other opportunities come my way, that doubt is going to always win. And it's really a choice. It's who do I want to be? Do I want to be someone who goes after what it is that I want? Or do I want to just let those dreams, those ideas stay dormant within me? And this is how manifest faith while manifesting work. It's not merely about praying behind closed doors 
But instead, it's about leaning into the intuitive nudges that come your way, even when they logically don't make sense. Even when that voice of fear and self-doubt is so loud, choosing to lean into self-trust and self-belief. And here's the thing is, even when those nudges feel scary, when you can allow yourself to trust that each step forward is only leading you to bigger and better, that expectancy is essentially what draws in the bigger and better. And with each bold step forward, the path continues to beautifully unfold. But it's, I need to now step into a new version of myself. If I want the universe to support me, I need to show that I'm willing to be supported. And in order for me to be willing to be supported, I need to let go of control. I need to walk with an energy of trust and confidence. And in in, in that energy of trust, vibrationally and energetically, I'm communicating that I have no idea how, but I know things are going to work out. And guess what? That is what ensures that it works out in ways you cannot even imagine. And so if there's one thing I want you to take out of this episode, it's how can I get out of my comfort zone? How can I show off my dreams and desires? How can I lean more into my intuition? How can I turn down the volume of my ego and move even though there's fear and self-doubt? Because that is how you will see what's possible for you. And that's also how you will ensure the universe shows up for you in a way you cannot even imagine. And if this is something you are ready for, to really learn how to develop that level of self-confidence and self-trust and strengthen your faith in a power greater than you, the Mastery Manifestation Accelerator, which is my six-week signature group coaching program, would be a wonderful starting point, especially as we start next week, May 18th, baby, six weeks of pure magic, six weeks of doing the work where it matters and really working through your blocks so that Fear and doubt are no longer running the show, but instead you're deciding how you want your life to unfold and taking action in a way that ensures it does. Doing the work so that you allow for those quantum leaps to happen so that you're able to collapse time and space. And so if this sounds like something you're ready for in this journey of yours, you can head to the show notes with more details or you can drop me a DM on Instagram. My handle is at kirshbu.kway. And in the meanwhile, I'm sending you love and all the abundant vibes. Have an amazing day ahead. Thank you so much for listening to the Fit and Fulfilled podcast. If you have an extra minute, I'd so appreciate if you could head over to iTunes and leave this podcast a five-star review. In doing so, it helps other people receive this message so they can also go to the next level in their wellness journey. I'd love to connect with you. So please let me know what your biggest takeaways are in this episode and tag me on Instagram at kushku.kway in your social media post or DM me to help me serve you better and create more content that you can resonate with. I'll see you next week. But in the meanwhile, I'm sending you so much love and goodbye.